0: <phone> I'm <rings> sorry. edition of the Kaiju Kingdom Podcast. We are your hosts, Jessica, and I am Chris Eaton. Oh, look at this. We are on a roll. Two weeks. It's only been two weeks since our last show. but
1: Yes. Yes. So excited. But
0: Jessica, so much has happened in those two weeks. So much. (laughs) To the point I was like, God, maybe we might need to do two shows with this. But you know, no, no, no. We're gonna get it down to the nitty gritty, and we're gonna we're gonna really talk about it because we thought Kong, the Kong and Godzilla trailer was like peak. And we're like, man, it can't really get any better than this. Nay, nay, nay. The universe said, no, no. 2020 was a rough year, so we're gonna come out the in 2021 with a bang and give all of you good people something to look forward to. And my. God have, has it done that. So we have a lot of show for you today, people, because there's just there's just too much to digest. A lot of trailers, a lot of, and uh, some other big news bits. And uh, oh, I am giddy as a uh, as a kid in a candy store, Jessica, about all of this.
1: Yes, I'm very very excited. It felt like we had nothing for months, mm-hmm. and then everything exploded in a week. That I actually couldn't keep up with all of it. It mm-hmm. felt like. Also, we have other fandoms that you know you and I like as well, so we also do try to follow up on those. But there was just so much announcement, I felt like kaiju fans were exploding in joy.
0: Well, between... So, let's talk about real quick. Let's start with Godzilla vs. Kong because there's a little bit of fallout from that. Um, so, since we recorded, Warner Brothers came out and are like, Hey, so remember we told you... Uh, we're going to be putting this movie out on the 26th of March. Yeah, we're going to have to go ahead and move that up our back just a couple of days. So they banged that out to from the 24th to the 31st of March, which is a Wednesday now. And I'm like, wait, why the heck did they do that? Well, for the markets that are still open, uh, that gives you a five-day... Uh, window for box office because the weekend, that weekend going in is Easter and I felt like a jackass because I had just booked my room for Las Vegas so I could go out and watch this thing and all of a sudden like oh yeah I have to tell everyone we have to change plans because now it's midweek instead of the weekend so but that being said I'm still going out to Vegas to watch this. Nothing is stopping me Come well, you shouldn't water.
1: you you shouldn't feel bad. It's not like you're an oracle and you saw the dates changing.
0: True. And so,
1: it happened.
0: Yeah, and the rumor for why it was changing, I was not that upset about because I am actually looking forward to this thing, which is the Zack Snyder Justice League. Um, yes, I am one of those Snyder bros, if you would call that. Like, look, I'm not like, the man's a genius. I'm like, no, I do love Zack Snyder's work. I know eh, Jessica's got her nitpicks with it. But uh, I I humbly and honestly, without any sort of, uh, it's much like my love for the movie Twister. I love it unironically. I, I straight up love that film. And I do, I love Man of Steel. Um, I, I really, I love his, his version of Watchmen. I get it. The squid's not there, but it is what it is. Um, and not only that, but I'm also obsessed with projects that either got started and were canceled or, you know, there, there's other multiple versions of said things out there. Like there's somewhere out there, there's a different cut of Shane Black's predator, the predator that I am like, I want to see that. Like, there's a whole third act that was completely redone, including omitting two two new predators that showed up like in the third act. I'm just like, I, give me that. I want to see that. Like, um, so when they announced like, hey, we're you know the, when the Snyder Cut was finally like, we're gonna do it. I'm like, ooh, ooh, there's oh this is this is scratching that itch. It's two itches at once. It's my love for Zack Snyder films, and it's my love for like the the what could have been. We're, we're, it is what it is now. If you could follow that weird logic I just blurted out there, so a lot coming to. I did, I did
1: follow. I did follow.
0: Yes, a lot coming to HBO Max. But on the upper, on the on the upper hand on that one, uh, in the week since Godzilla versus the Godzilla versus Calling trailer came out, uh, the if we're just going by the numbers on YouTube, it is the most watched trailer in the entire Monsterverse series thus far. And it's, I think it's already eclipsed both uh, the 2014 film and Kong Skull Island, I think by like 10 million or something already. I, th- I know it's sitting at 54 million views on the official channel. And there's like nine different versions of it like nine different channels that have a version of it up. I think legendary has it on their channel. I think the Toho channel has it a bunch of them. so I think you round up like this there there's definite hype for this thing, and that's very good because one um and I think we 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 briefly talked about this in the last episode, so I don't want to go too deep into it, but that this is probably the best thing for everybody right now um the way it's being released i know a lot of people are upset because uh there's i mean a lot of people in california and i think most of the pacific northwest everything's closed so there's no way you can go to a movie theater to see this as it's supposed to be seen uh so that means those who actually do have that chance are kind of they, they got they have something good but that also means that box office be damned now um Sure, box office is still going to mean something, whatever it can get, I think, out of like the 30 states that they're open in, even at the limited capacity. But it it means it, it's very good because that is promising for people who who do not have HBO Max yet. That means they're going to probably sign up. That means this thing is probably going to get watched a ton in the month that it's going to be up, which is very good. And that probably is going to give... The MonsterVerse more legs than was anticipated. Because I know there was a lot of talk after King of the Monsters kind of didn't do that great. Um, it did; it was not a box office bomb. I know everyone keeps saying that. I'm like, no, no, it's not a bomb. It was a disappointment because it still made a lot of money. Um but there was something going there, there pretty much there was a sense of fatigue in blockbusters already happening in 2019. I brought it up before. The only thing that made money that year were John Wick and Endgame. And everything else felt everything else fell short of what the expectations were. So if Godzilla and Kong gets those sweet, sweet uh subscription numbers up that warners and at and are hoping for that means there's a very strong possibility that in some form this series gets to continue and that's a good thing for everybody because if it's all just going to be based on box office and it was you know looking at that may window like we originally were that um that hope would be a little more diminished because there's just too much competition out there now and uh when you're dealing with a minimum of almost two blockbusters per week that is you know you're you're slicing the pie thinner and thinner so uh it's a happy thing it's a very good thing and the fact that even casual people are like oh oh wow like that, that trailer was awesome. Like, there's a lot of a lot of casual fed. Like, they they know Godzilla, they know Kong. They've they've seen these films. They had no idea they were crossing over. By the way, like they were gonna do a Godzilla versus Kong until this trailer came out. They watched and they're like, oh my god, yeah, I dude, I can't wait. Part of it is the fact that uh, you know, we haven't really had anything big to look forward to, and uh, it was nice to see that. Uh, within 48 hours of this trailer coming out, my Facebook feed went from complaining about uh, horrific politics to now, who's going to win? Godzilla or Kong? And uh, is there a certain something else in this film? So, that is a good again, a good thing for everybody. I, uh, would you agree, Jessica?
1: I do. I do. Because I love the fact that, yes, I understand the uh, Depending on how you view it, the world is what it is currently in its climate. So it's also nice to have something additional to talk about that does have, like, we hope, frenemy tone to it. There are very hostile people. But it's more like a fun discussion mm-hmm. to kind of find out what your friends think or which side you think will win, what you think about the trailer, taking bets, you know, things that are fun rivalry. Mm-hmm. And not really something that literally exists on life or death so this is fun, it's been fun to discuss with friends, it's been fun to kind of discuss with other people that you meet on you know, fandom groups mm-hmm. and so far, obviously there is some hostility, but most people are quite friendly about it, or they make jokes about it, or they realize that their kid is a Kong person, even though the whole family is a <laughs> Godzilla family you're like, oh, the betrayal Uh, But it's fun (laughs) because also it takes a good time. I do have a friend's four year old now loves Kong, and Mm -hmm. so he's gonna go back and show them not only the animated feature that's on Netflix, uh, but all the films, you know, Mm -hmm. starting from the black and white all the way up. Excellent. Throughout the history of Kong. And And it gives them something to do because I believe him and his family is still sheltering at home. Mm -hmm. So it gives. His child something to learn, and I said, you know what? That's great. Parlay that into primatology, mm-hmm. and then you got a little mini scientist on your hands.
0: Mm-hmm. But and you know what? I also think the other thing that's that's well, a like again, uh, we, we go back and listen to the last episode. We I I uh, I, uh, I uh, Jessica had to listen to me rant for about twenty minutes about how much I love this trailer. <laughs> I, I felt bad as I'm going through editing. I'm like, oh my God, Jessica said like four words, and I'm just Stop talking like a jackass. Um, but there, is, but it's that sense of wonder. And not only that, but it's Godzilla and Kong. It's like, it's Freddy versus Jason. You don't know who's going to win. Unlike, you know, when you watch Godzilla, King of the Monsters, you're like, Godzilla, yeah, he's going to beat Ghidra. You know that's going to happen. But this time, these are two. Di- these are equal footing. These, these are. This is the unstoppable force meeting the immovable object. You don't know who's going to win, so that hypes it up even more. And it's like two icons. Like again, people. There's a reason why the Marvel Universe works, because people want to see this stuff. They want to see these things. These characters interact. And again, it's nothing short of a miracle that this movie even got made. And uh, personally, I've watched that trailer a million times. Well, no. To be honest, I've watched it at least 60 times. I've shown everybody that'll just, like, did you see? Did you see it? Did you see it? And uh, I showed my dad. I got to see my my dad for the first time because he got sick before all this COVID stuff. So I've been trying to stay away. And his doctor finally said, yeah, you should be fine. So I went over there to visit him. He's like, well, what's going on? I'm like, oh, oh, you don't know. Let me show you. I signed into uh, HBO Max for and uh, showed him. He's like, "Oh man, like he's he's 65. He's like, son, that looks that looks fantastic." I'm like, yeah, "Doesn't it?" He's like, "Yeah." I to be honest, you know, the other ones look great, but you know, I kind of wasn't feeling them. Like, I like Kong, but yeah, the the first Godzilla was like, "eh, it's alright." The second one's okay. This this looks amazing. I'm like, "There you go, there you go." Like my father, who doesn't really care for the he loves monsters, but he never cared for Godzilla. Like he's he's hyped. He's like, man, this 65 years old. He's like, oh, I got, I got something to look forward to finally. Something something to that gets his spirits rowing.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I had multiple friends say, you know, I'm not really into monster movies, but I will watch this.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember everyone complaining about Adam Wingard when he got sign- when he signed on to do this, mostly over the fact that he did that Death Note movie. And, by the way, I'm one of the people that watched it and defended that Death Note movie because I'm like, you know what? This isn't bad. This is nowhere near as bad as any of you are making out to be. You're all just bitter because it doesn't follow the anime to a T, and you don't understand how an adaptation works. So, but uh, it looks like he is delivering the goods on everything that we want. And, again, I just, I've done something I rarely do. I actually watched reaction videos I kind of don't care for for them in general. There's a very, if if I'm gonna watch something that's a reaction, I watch uh, like the E3 when they announced the Final Fantasy VII remake because that's genuine. You want that. That's in the crowd. The thing I love going back and watching is the um, the trailer for uh the force awakens from uh celebration back in 2015 because that is people like legitimately losing their mind over some of this imagery that they never thought they would see stuff like that yeah. you know the the one of like the two you know the three the couples and they're like oh like i'm like yeah. but there was a, someone made a compilation of like 10 of i guess these channels that do it and i'm sitting there and watching and i'm like oh wow like it is, there, I, you get a sense of why people like these things, but at the same time it was also fun watching because there was more than a few of them. It was like the whole family. And it's like, alright. well, It's the fact that there was one. It was a dad, like his two sons, his wife, and his I think his daughter. And you could see he, I already knew what the dad's reaction was going to be. He's like, "Oh no!" Oh, he's doing that thing. But it was like watching the twinkle in the son's eyes, who was just like, like you can see the second when Godzilla gets up on the aircraft carrier, and then he's roaring. And then it just cuts to Kong throwing that haymaker when he when he connects. Like it's watching this nine-year-old's eyes like go wide, like his mind being blown. But then you watch the mom and the sister, and they're they're doing the same thing. They're like, "Whoa!" I'm like. Oh, okay, cool. This is speaking a grand universal language, and I'm happy as hell that almost everybody that wants to see it will be able to see it. And, you know, wrapping up this whole spiel, it's it's a good thing for everybody, and it just gives me hope. Again, so we are we are officially in what I call the second renaissance now. There's again as we're talk, what we're going to go through in this episode. There's no way we are not in a second renaissance right now of of, of these giant monster films. All this stuff. It's it's now we've reached. We're, we I don't think we've hit the apex yet, but uh, we're definitely looking over the event horizon.
1: That is true. When you said second renaissance, I was like in regards to mm. hoping the monsterverse. Maybe pop culture verse, mm-hmm. but
0: okay. In general, in general, like just the Monsterverse helped it. It the the 2014 film definitely got it got the ball rolling again. Um, it oh I forgot about this news. Well, uh, Cloverfield everyone thought was going to um, get that ball rolling again. I was one of those schmucks. And I remember walking out of Cloverfield, going, "God, this movie was garbage," and it did not, it it didn't capture the imagination of the people um, at the time. And you know what? I don't think they were ready yet. I, uh, you know, Marvel had ch- was just getting started that year. The system, remember, 2008, Iron Man didn't exist yet, or was hasn't hadn't come out yet, and The Dark Knight hadn't come out yet. So comic book movies themselves hadn't really hit that apex. We had the Spider-Man movies and the X-Men movies, and one Batman film. So, no one knew what Marvel was going to be doing, and they weren't ready for it. And Iron Man hit, all this and they're like, oh yeah, we're, it's game on now. And the we've, the engine has not stopped in that since. And I, and I love it, believe me. I never thought as a kid I would ever get a movie where even, like, even Batman and Superman sharing the screen. Even when that was came up, I'm like, "Oh my God, it's happening!" Like, I, like right, I, was, right. I was grab, I, I felt like the church lady from from SNL. I was just like, getting a little bit tense. <laughs> I, you know, grab my chest. You know, like, oh, like I, I need a moment. I need, I need a second. So, 2014 film when they're like, yeah, we're gonna low key start getting this ball rolling and we're gonna build our own little universe, like. And especially of all of them that have copied the Marvel formula, it seems like the MonsterVerse has done the best job out of all of them. Universal failed miserably. DC is doing its own thing now. So uh, kudos, I mean, kudos to Legendary and Warner Brothers for like really sticking to their guns on this thing because, I again, thus far I have I have been it, like beyond satisfied with them. Like the 2014 film when I first saw it, I'm like, all right, you know what? That's not what I would have done for my first Godzilla movie, but you know, for American film. But I had no idea there. I thought it was just going to be one and done. Uh, I didn't know what was coming, and you know what? Now I have a much greater appreciation for that 2014 film, especially for what it was setting up, because it very much does. It does follow like it does feel like we are following the the Nolan kind of formula with setting things up, but adding that. That Marvel's that Marvel dusting on top of it of like here's we're laying these things up, but here's the world building part of it. But uh, speaking of which, yeah, they're doing Cloverfield too, and uh, <laughs> uh, I I I've I look I said the same thing about M Night Shyamalan films. Look, someone's gonna have to uh, we my 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 buddies and I have what we call the Speed Racer rule. I love the movie Speed Racer when it came out. Nobody I knew wanted to go watch Speed Racer because the, whoever cut that trailer, to me, cut a wonderful trailer, but they picked the worst di- bits of dialogue to make it sound like this big corny cartoon, when it's really just this big, gigantic, wonderful cartoon. So we created what we called the Speed Racer roll. I want to go see this film with my friends. They don't want to go see it, so if they want to come with us, uh, you need to pay for our ticket, our drink, and a hot dog. I'm like, all right. Drug my friend to it, and he's like, oh my god, that movie was fantastic. I'm like, yes it was. And then he invoked it with me, with Split, because I had vowed never to give M. Night Shalomon another dime of my money ever again after watching The Last Airbender. And you know what, I walked out of Split going, you know what, that was decent. It wasn't a steaming pile of crap. And then Glass came out, I'm like, okay, maybe things can change. So this was, with Cloverfield, I got burned. And with Cloverfield 2, especially considering that they're doing a much more linear style film, they're not doing it as found footage. Um, yeah, and it's going to, have to be that speed race rule because, God, that movie. Look, I love everybody that was involved with it, but you know what? Even the greats have their—they uh, uh, they have their—they have moments where they didn't quite shine. I love Matt Reeves as a filmmaker. Everything. Not Cloverfield that Matt Reeves has done, I loved. And I, I don't know about you, Jessica, What do you? Have you seen? Have you seen his the trailer for his Batman coming out?
1: I have multiple times.
0: Ooh, that's a good sign because I know you're. You are the biggest. I don't want to say critic, but you have a very high standard for your Batman. I don't think I asked you about I... it. <laughs>
1: I love everything, anything with Batman in it already has automatic up points.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But I also know that it's really, really hard to translate what you love in comic or what you love in animation to live action. Mm -hmm. Right? There's no suit in live action that I'm completely satisfied with, there's ones that are close. There's no, you know what I mean? There's, it's going to be really hard, at least for me, to perfect Mm -hmm. a live action Bruce Wayne Batman. But Mm -hmm. there are many, many elements from every single live action Batman and Bruce Wayne that has been very good, whether it's a reflection of its time, like Adam West, or whether it is something a little bit closer to, you know, Ben Affleck or Christian Bale or anything. So I do, I I watch every single one because I love all Batman, but my closest. It's one that I do love that is not comics is I actually really enjoy Batman Gotham Knights, which is an anthology. It's a great
0: movie. It came out right after great. Animatrix.
1: Uh, Animatrix, excuse me, mm-hmm. in that style to anthology. And I think that those were some of the closest iterations of Batman that is non-comic, which is his original format. Mm-hmm. But I do I do really like what I saw for Matt Reeves' Batman. Um, obviously, we can't judge the film because it's not out yet. Mm-hmm. But I do like what I see so far, and I understand kind of where he's going with it. But I love how your your clo- the Cloverfield to you is my Man of Steel. Ah, I yeah. Have, I see, I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. We both heard each other rant about both those
0: films. <laughs> <laughs> I am, like I and I am an art adamant defender. Of Man of Steel, and I have seen you bite your tongue around me, and like, like, is this what I want to end this friendship over?
1: No, <laughs> no, but it's not to, a hill worth dying on. Yeah, to be, but to be, I was like, oh, I Man know. of Steel.
0: I know. To be fair, you're not the only person I I have met that, uh, or I know personally that outright just can't stand the film, and there, there are things I understand, but you know, it's also one of those films that I'm like. Okay, let me tell you how you're nuts. Like, that, it, there's, again, there are films, like, I understand why I love Wes Anderson films. Uh, there's not a Wes Anderson film I don't love, but I also understand why most of the general public won't get a Wes Anderson film, because it's a very, it's a very unique taste, if you will. It's like people who grew up on Vegemite. Like, you kind of have to, like, have that taste in order to really enjoy it, and not everyone's going to enjoy it. But, uh, there are times, like, yeah. I'll I'll defend. I'm 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 an adamant defender of of Man of Steel. So, but uh, right. and
1: you know what? The Wes Anderson films are also for a certain audience, certain niche. Like you can't,
0: you know, white you pretentious people. Not they're, likes it. they're for white pretentious people like me.
1: <laughs>
0: it's true though. I I know what they are. I love them. And believe me, even my even one of my best friends who loves them as uh, loves West Anderson films as much as I do. Like, he came to me, he's like, I tried to watch Isle of Dogs. I'm like, yeah? He's like, I couldn't get past, like, the first 20 minutes of it. I'm like, why? He's like, I, I it's I, I just can't deal with it. I can't deal with the stop motion. I can't deal with it. It's, it's kind of he's like, it feels ultra pretentious to me. I'm like, that's all of his movies. He's like, nah, for some reason this one doesn't do it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're insane. You are completely nuts. That movie is magical. So, I kept it. I watched that on uh, a double feature of, it was that in Pacific Rim uprising back to back and I was just like, you know what? I can I feel like I can just die tonight because I feel like I had everything checked off in my in my brain tonight. Like everything felt great. Like I walked out of both those films, I'm like, I God, like I feel like I could climb a mountain right now.
1: But I bet I, that's how a lot of kaiju fans felt with all of the news coming out.
0: I yes, and I digress because we need to get into this news. So the first thing we're gonna talk about is the hotly anticipated trailer for Shin Ultraman.
1: Yes.
0: Oh, so let, you know what? Let me play it real quick and then we'll come right back. Jessica so there's there's a lot to unpack in that in that trailer even though it's only 38 seconds long
1: yep yes there is there is a lot
0: so the first thing I think the obvious uh, comparison is it it's it's almost um, thematically identical to that uh, first major uh, Shin Godzilla trailer
1: yes it is it is. Um for a moment I actually one of my I am, you know, being quarantined with every, you know with friends so mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be okay. But uh my best friend also saw it and he said for a second I thought I was watching Shin Godzilla part 2. Mhm. Uh but then obviously, you know, the moment he saw the characters we all recognize and love he was like oh okay this is Ultraman I'm like I told you it was Ultraman <laughs> how did you search for it in YouTube and he's like but I forgot it looks exactly the same I, and you know we do know it's done by the same director mm-hmm. one of the co-directors so yeah yeah it makes sense if it uh, had the looks and feel of the same
0: thing well it does it thematically and and um Cinematography-wise, it looks nearly identical to Shin Godzilla. Uh, even the trailer music was a little more somber, but a little more upbeat as things with Ultraman tend to be. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of fast talking heads. There's mm-hmm. a lot of quick cuts. It looks like a lot of people in suits, much like Shin Godzilla. Um, and I know that Shin Godzilla, when people they're like, all right. When they sat down to watch it, they are like, that was not the movie I thought I was going to get. and it by, by the way, it did gangbusters in Japan because it was aimed at a Japanese uh, audience for us over here in America, like especially if you understood the references to the uh, the the 311 earthquake and tsunami. There's a lot of those stuff there. Um, you can, I mean, as Americans, we can kind of relate to the bureaucracy thing. If anything, Shin Godzilla has actually uh, grown more in terms of um, being relevant, especially after this last year and a half, in how bureaucracy uh, impedes the need of the people. So. There was actually, I think, a, there's a great uh, breakdown. Uh, not, not to get too far off topic, real quick, but on the, I think it was IGN wrote has 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 a wonderful trailer or not trailer, a wonderful like 10 minute video essay of pretty much how Shin Godzilla was the you know, was not hilarious. the, the um
1: he loves Evangelion. The, the, mm-hmm. the, he the,
0: like herald of COVID, uh, but in many Godzilla ways it kind of did predict. Mm-hmm. Did not love it for the same
1: reason I loved by, it not just our
0: government, And but then
1: he's like I, I don't know anything about Ultraman world, But so. I saw the trailer and, uh, I absolutely love it He goes I very much life. look That's forward like a, to all the bureaucracy And office talk <laughs> and science talk And just people talking to each other He's there for the dialogue and the people
0: Which Opposite
1: of the reason why I'm there Yep but I thought it was really hilarious. It's a very much up his alley.
0: It, it is astonishing how, oh, and I got a feeling that was probably part and parcel to this project getting off the ground. Uh, it is this time Shinji Huguchi is in the full is in full control of the director's chair. Where uh, last time it was Ano with Huguchi co-directing and mostly doing dealing with the effects and having a hand in the script. Where this time pretty much the the roles are flipped like Anno is still very much involved he wrote the script so that should tell you right away that you're not going to get your normal run of the mill Ultraman and I got a feeling that when this project was either pitched to Higuchi or by Higuchi um, coming off the fact that Shin Godzilla was such a huge film in Japan it was almost I would border Line, say a almost like a cultural event in many ways. Um, like, hey, can you do for uh, for Ultraman what you did for Godzilla? And I'm pretty sure is like, yeah, because you know he's made it very well known that he is a, he loves Ultraman, that uh, he's deep into this. And by the way, this would complete the trifecta of him working on the big three. He's worked on Gamera, he's worked on Godzilla, now he'll work on Ultraman. Uh, the differences in those, though, is that you can see that there are shades of some of that Shin Godzilla look to it, cinematography being one of them, but not quite in the execution of the monsters, if you will. And that was the biggest mm. biggest takeaway I took from this trailer, because again, it's just some music over 30 seconds of. I mean, it it would make anybody it would make the person who cut the born the born mill the born films like. They'll be like, D- dude, dude, slow down. Just pull it back a little bit, um, because those movies are are an editing nightmare. Um, we get we we get two shots of at least two of the Kaiju that are going to be in it, which are uh, uh, Niranga and uh, Gabora. Ironically, both are based on the Barragon suits. So I don't know if that's going to be a theme, because if you know your Ultraman lore. The Baragon suit was the town bicycle at Subaraya. Everyone got a turn. And uh, there were many monsters made out of that suit. So I don't know if if that's an ongoing theme or not. And they also look very much like their original counterpart versions. Where Shin Godzilla looked like this giant... It was literally the horror movie version of Godzilla. Just this scarred monstrosity, and these kind of look kind of flashy, bright, and a lot of fun, which is now throwing me off. Of what is this movie like? I, there's they they purposely are not giving you a tone, other than this is just not your normal run of the mill Ultraman movie or show or anything of that matter. So. Because they do look I mean they are clearly using CG and I don't know how much of that has actually is actually done yet. Maybe perhaps that explains why this trailer is only 33 seconds long. The CG might not even be done yet. But they did look I mean you look at I think it was uh, uh I think it's Kibora. Like, my Ultraman knowledge is it only goes so deep, especially when we were running with the original ones. The the drill one. Like, there was a nice, the, with the big flower head. And there was a thing that, you know, his head kind of is a drill when it kind of closes up, and his back was spinning like it was a drill. So there are those little tiny things. But beyond that, it's like, huh. So that that that's interesting that you pretty much were just like, yeah, it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But we're just going to do it in CG. Which uh, I'm sorry. I said yes Mm -hmm. Um, in
1: CG. It's very evident that it was CG, but also now we look forward to the
0: toys. (laughs) Oh, yes, which already Bandai announced so many, so many toys. And the biggest reveal, which was we already saw his design, which was Ultraman himself. He is lacking the color timer, which I know a lot of people are kind of like that's, like, one of his most, you know, his most unique features. But at the same time, it also does offer... I mean, the whole reason it exists is the fact that, like, we got to keep these monster fights short and sweet and to the point, so... You know, and you got to create the drama of, like, can Ultraman and... Can Ultraman, you know, defeat these monsters in time? And I... I want to say the later film... The later series have kind of moved away from that three-minute time limit uh, of, you know, Ultraman actually, you know, being big and... Um, you know, defeating monsters. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I, I'm sorry, I kind of, I was like, I, was, I got drifting off and like, wait, Ultra conspiracy blah, blah, blah. I'm tr- again, there's just so much Ultraman that it's hard to keep up with. But the look of them, it looks great. I, I, I dig the, just the plain, plain look. It's it, The mouth also kind of moved. Did you notice that too, Jessica?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did as well.
0: So, it, there's a weird mixture of what made Shin Godzilla Shin Godzilla but at the same time that lightheartedness of Ultraman is still in there and that is the most intriguing thing to me out of all of this is like i have no idea what this film is going to be about um, from the press releases like it seems like they're not even using the original characters like shin uh, Is't uh, like isn't even really in it like or if he is he's being hidden somewhere. So it, I, I'm, I'm actually much more intrigued now that I've seen thirty seconds than I even was with that original bit because I had an idea in my mind and this trailer kind of usurped those ideas. What did you I think can
1: see that I, you know I, I remember seeing the stills in which people felt he looked very thin. Mm-hmm. little emaciated and also he was flat in the back mm-hmm. however i said this is I re- i wouldn't say a reimagining but you know it's done by it's gonna look i was gonna say the wes anderson of uh, <laughs> ultraman films but something that you may not know you're gonna recognize but it might be animated a little bit differently
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh but i mean not animated presented to you a little bit differently uh however it's fine you know i made no judgments because i haven't seen a trailer some time has passed now the trailer did come out it i should have known that it would be very similar in terms of all of the people it was cut very quickly Reminds you a lot of bureaucracy or what's going on behind you know science doors
0: mm-hmm.
1: however i still did really really enjoy it because i got to see a very clear shot of the kaijus in movement
0: mm-hmm. to,
1: So I was very excited and I'm pretty easily satisfied in that regards and I understand it was only little over 30 seconds I'm waiting to see if they have anything that's closer to a minute or longer than a minute that would come out Yeah I am very excited I did see the original Shingo Jira in Japan on opening weekend But it took several months for it to come out here to the US where it was dubbed or subtitled I can't remember at this point I did see it again with friends I don't know what it'll be like with how the current world situation is. So I don't know when we'll get it, but that's the only sad... I wrote off of that high, Mm. and then I thought about that, and I was like, no, how much four years has changed?
0: Well, I mean, it'll be interesting. The fact that, at the very least... Distribution-wise, I mean, I could honestly see, you know, like, you know, Funimation maybe picking this up. Uh, I mean, it is a big film. Uh, There is, I mean, especially if um, it got delayed again, but if Evangelion uh, 4, you know, sees a release, you know, there could easily be packaged. Like, also, you know, here's... The final Ava film, like the final Ava story, and then if you like that, we also have the guys that worked on it did this. So, go sick. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. Th- I like Shin Godzilla. I definitely see someone easily picking this up. I mean, I know Milk, uh, Milk Creek has been doing a bang up job releasing the catalog that they have access to for uh, Ultraman. I have several of them sitting in my DVD collection right now. Uh, They look great. They've been released with a a, a certain chutzpah and gusto that a DVD collector like like myself enjoys. But this is is a different level. Anno's name alone attached to it means that uh, it's going to demand a higher price and it's probably going to demand a bigger company to pick it up. Um, I, you know, I believe Funimation now—they got bought by Sony, if my memory recalls. There, there was something that went down. They got bought by somebody. I don't have it in front of me right now, but they—they they do have more money under their belt, so I could definitely see them picking this up. And at the very least, you know, it might be a—I mean, hell, Netflix is smart. They jump on this right now. They already have the, the anime, and uh, if uh, they really want to keep that worldwide distribution thing. This would be right up their alley to get. But the only problem with Netflix is I don't ever get a home video release for the stuff that they re- that they put out. I'm still waiting on a proper box set of the anime trilogy for Godzilla. I know people are like what? Why? I'm like, I'm a completionist. And I like those films. So I would like to have them at least one day. I know they're on Netflix whenever for me to watch. But you know what? My my DVD collection feels like there's a hole in its heart. It's missing those films. So. Yes.
1: Yes, but I did want to. Before I forget, I do. With well, the moment I saw kabora the way he moved, I, I wanted a not so much a wind-up toy, <laughs> but some sort of very articulated figure
0: where it can move. I, I wouldn't doubt it. that something like that is coming out. I mean, they're already in the uh, there's a fig arts. Ultraman. There's uh, Ultra Act Ultraman. And then the Bandai's eyes uh, were announced, which was Ultraman and the two Kaiju. And I got a feeling that we... There might be one more that they're hiding that we haven't seen. It feels like maybe... Maybe one of the aliens, like maybe Baltan or something like that. I don't know yet, but... Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely... I'm definitely hyped for this, because... <clears throat> it looks to be like the most adult literation of Ultraman yet and much like um, I just discovered with Gundam uh, Gundam Thunderbolt which I watched for the first time all the way through like a month ago I'm like oh this is the Gundam story I've been waiting for there's no cute boys there's no uh, excuse me voice in my throat a little bit there's no cute boys there is no real political intrigue Excuse me. (laughs) It's just the war is hell aspect. And if you haven't watched it, Gundam Thunderbolt is a GD masterpiece. Oh, my God. I was blown away by it. So uh, I am all in on a possibility of a a very adult Ultraman. And it kind of looks like we're getting a little bit of that.
1: I was going to say, when you said that in case there was a... You know, third kaiju. How terrifying would it to see an Ano Haguchi Pidgeon? I would freak out.
0: You just wow, I didn't even think of that. I would I would love to see it. I I really hope that there's that this film has kind of a Schmorgesborg, a monster considering that they're using CG I doubt it, but I mean, there's such a deep, deep library of, of or rogue, Rogue's gallery of, of, of monsters that, you know, they could probably use wherever they want. But, yeah, I would love to see them, like, really give, like, a good redesign to Pygmon. Um,
1: oh, m- yes. And, but, like, terrifying.
0: Mm-hmm. Making children
1: cry type yes.
0: of situation. Yes, I'd love to see their take on Zetong, too. Uh, Big yeah. beetle that goes just, goes like, I, I'm knowing knowing Anno and Haguchi all those original sounds are gonna be in there because they did it with Shin Godzilla where it's like oh that I haven't heard that sound in about 35 40 years but it's there um,
1: that's true yeah and that's true and, so, and definitely with a re- with a really really good like you said uh, Bolton, you mm. you could never have lobster the same again. Nope. Something about it will terrify you if done correctly.
0: Watch watch we're speculating all this and it comes down. Turns out the movie's like a, a dark satire, like just a comedy. Be <laughs> like, yeah, you know, what? I shouldn't be surprised. So, as we're talking about Netflix, uh, there is some hefty Netflix news this week as well, Jessica. I yes. We should, we should start off with the other, like let's 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 pick up the trailer monotony as we were talking about the MonsterVerse earlier and all the goodwill that that Kong and Godzilla trailer has seemed to be gathering. And last the last episode we were speculating, like, okay, are they going to keep this train rolling? Well, we know for a fact that the train is going to keep rolling just a little bit after Godzilla versus Kong because uh, the day after. Super put out, like, here's the Shin Ultraman trailer. Legendary Pictures was like, you know what? We're not going to be one-upped. So here is this platter. The first thing they gave us was the announcement of a Kong anime series. And I say anime with air quotations. Uh, coming to Netflix next year. And it is a direct tie-in to the MonsterVerse. It is not like, hey, this is a brand new thing. This is No, no. This takes place in the MonsterVerse. It is the Adventures of Kong. And pretty much it's about a group of castaways that land on Skull Island. And misadventures ensue as they are probably chased by God only knows what is living on that island. And you know what, Jessica? I am all for it. This is what i wanted with Kong for years. I've wanted...
1: Yes! Yes! People are so excited!
0: First off, it's being, it's being animated by Powerhouse Animation, who yep, do yep. fantastic work. What have they done, Jessica?
1: They, most people will know them, Castlevania. Yes. So, That's what really put their name on the map for a lot, a lot of fans and a lot of people. So if you love the animation style, mm-hmm. I know Chris put it in air quotes, but like American anime or animation like style. If you do like Castlevania, how it looks, I believe, calm, in terms of aesthetic values, will be what you're looking for.
0: If you haven't watched Castlevania, yet, go. It's it's easily one of the best uh, game adaptations I've ever seen in my entire life. Like there there was a point in towards the end of the first season where, I, and I was on a plane watching it, and I got I like I leapt out of my seat going, oh oh, they're doing the thing, they're doing the thing. I don't want to ruin it for you, but if you watch the show if you want, if you have watched the show, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't watched the show go watch it, and then you will know what I'm talking about. But, my god that's shit, like, I, I'm an animation nut and I have bemoaned the the kind of the crappy quality that the current generation of children are growing up on uh, in just terms of just, there's a lot of lazy animation out there. The guys at The people, I didn't say guys, the good people at uh, Powerhouse Animation, they put a lot of love and care into their stuff that I've seen thus far. And so the idea of them doing possibly a PG 13 esque Kong show, oh, has me frothing at the mouth. I, like, when this was, and by the way, this was buried in some uh, stories because they're also doing a Lara Croft Tomb Raider, which I believe is. tying into the films that they're doing right now with, uh, was an Alicia, Van, was it Vandekar? Is that her name?
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say her name. The yeah. maybe, but I, I'm going to say it wrong. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's me.
0: It's the girl from, um, the girl from, uh, 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 a, a man from uncle, which again, if you haven't watched that movie, mm, my God, like anybody that ever talked crap about, uh, um, uh, Henry Cavill and Superman. No, watch this thing. The Man is a charm factory in it, and I'm <laughs> to this day I'm sad we're five, six years out and we're not on number three. I, I, I love Man from Uncle, but I digress. Yes, uh, yes.
1: Uh, they did. They did. Before I forget, other than Castlevania, they're doing Lara Croft. They're doing Masters of the Universe Revelation. True. Uh, they did the Blood of Zeus. So if you watched it, it looked familiar. And they also should be doing an Indo-futuristic world based on an Indian mythology called Ramayana. Uh-huh. So, yeah. But, yep, yeah, yeah, they're doing a lot. They have some really, really great things.
0: I, I am now obsessed with the notion of them doing scenes of Kong fighting skull crawlers and... Those war bad things that we've seen in there, and probably new. This is the this is the opportunity, Jessica, for the thing I've been wanting for a while. I want a rogues gallery for Kong. I want Kong to have his own bad guys, his own rivals that don't necessarily tie into Godzilla. I want him to have his own version of King Ghidorah. I want him. He needs a Joker, and I hope this show gives me that. Like the Skull Crawlers were cool, but he needs that rival that's not. The anti-hero like that we're getting kind of with Godzilla vs. Kong. He needs that that one thing. He needs his he needs his moriarty. He needs the the thing that he can constantly fight against. And the idea of them of this of powerhouse animating Kong, possibly ripping open like a skull crawler in half and beating uh, maybe like a, a mutated triceratops to a pulp like ooh ooh getting chills. Getting chills by just just the thought of it. Uh, it will be produced. So Legendary is producing it. It is tied directly into the MonsterVerse, and the people behind it. So uh, Brian uh, Duffyfield or Duffeld, who worked on Underwater and The Babysitter. I have not watched Underwater. Heard good things. The Babysitter I actually really liked. That was a it's a really funny movie. Uh, he's writing and executive producing along with a, a gentleman named Jacob Robinson who will oversee the. Um, as the the whole thing as a uh as an executive producer uh as well, there's really no set release date, but Netflix likes to announce these things like a year and so a time out of so probably around either if we don't get it by the end of next year, probably the beginning of the year after especially the way things are going the way when they announce things like they announced Masters of the universe almost two years ago, and the next thing we're going to be talking about was announced three years ago now, um, which, let's segue into that, and I'm going to play the trailer for you right now.
1: Cities throughout Australia continue to fall. Reports are confirmed to be breaches from an unknown health gate.
0: Kaiju have taken the continent. The help isn't coming. Going
1: to do. Initiate the drift.
0: Initiating drift. What was once thought, much like Godzilla vs. Kong, Jessica, for the longest time that felt like it was a myth. Like this thing doesn't exist, and then finally we got to see a little bit of it. Thus, too, was the Pacific Rim anime series for Netflix.
1: Yes, it felt it the Pacific Rim anime for Netflix felt like the Ant-Man movie of the MCU. Yes. You heard rumors about it. It was supposed to come, but then you don't know, and then there are names attached, and then dropped. We don't even know what was happening. For a second I actually forgot about it. I think all of 2020 my mind just blanked out. Mm-hmm. But then this trailer came and I was like, oh, it's it's real. Mm-hmm. Oh crap, it's real. <laughs> That was a happy, shocked, oh, crap. Not a sad, oh, crap.
0: Well, yes. Uh, So, again, uh, just a very brief trailer. It was a minute long. Does not show any real Jaeger or Kaiju action, although Netflix did tease the Kaiju, I want to say back in mid-November, when they made um, announcements for a bunch of other stuff, including the thing, again, not getting too far ahead of ourselves, the other thing we're going to talk about in the closing of the show. Um... They, they showed a picture of one of the kaiju. So it's your standard Pacific Rim kaiju. has got the, the glowing blood tats, like, like the Darth Ball tats, as I call them. And I'm like, oh, that's something. But again, that could be anything. It could just be some, you know, you know, some, some jerk drew that up, and some jerk over at Legendary was like, slap that on a press release, and then we could get these people off our backs. Again, I need to see movement to fully believe that you guys have actually made the show. And God bless them, they did, because, uh, again, it felt like, so, day one, we got Shin Ultraman. Day two, we got the Kong news. Day three, we get this trailer dropping. And it's just like, I can't take it all. That, on top of all the toy announcements... There is it was just coming at you from like it was like, it was like a game of bombardment. You couldn't and you were the one lone kid left and all of those balls were smacking you in the face. You couldn't avoid it, Jessica. And I exactly. just realized how bad no, that. yeah <laughs> no. I just realized how bad that no. analogy sounds, but I, I mean it in the most innocent way.
1: Yes, yes. But it was definitely something where you were inundated with so much really awesome news that even if you tried to avoid it online, it was it was bound to find a way into you. You're going to find it. You're going to see it.
0: So the big thing was, okay, so they showed the preview. You're like, oh, wow, oh, wow, it actually exists. It's real. Actually, I recall, I think there was a leaked. Someone had leaked the opening of the show. And again, it could be anything. I don't believe it until I see something from the show. That doesn't—it wasn't even indicative, so it felt like I'm like, oh, eh, that could be anything. But this is from Netflix. This is them officially renouncing it, releasing the trailer, and it's—it's it's simple and to the point. Because if you know this world already, you know what it is. It looks like the—they make it seem like the the show is taking place in Australia, and we do know it was about two twins. Or, yeah, brother and sister I think they were twins in the in the press release it's been so long uh, I went back and I should have looked it up it was announced back in, in November of 2018 so a good two and a half years already when it felt like oh yeah, this thing doesn't exist it's not real. oh yeah it is um, And it's uh, created by uh, Greg Johnson and Craig Kyle. Craig Kyle f- uh, famously created one of the co-creators of x23 because he was a producer and writer on X-Men Evolution. He also wrote many of the uh, Marvel direct-to-video animated films. And he also wrote the script for Thor Ragnarok, along with his writing partner, uh, Christopher Yost. And he was also one of the uh, co-creators, or one of the creators of one of the most unbelievable animated series that Marvel put out and then ceremoniously dumped, which was Wolverine and the X Men. So the guy's got a pedigree and a pedigree that I thus far love. Like I, if I see his name or I see Yost's name on it, I'm like, oh, oh, this is gonna be good. That's why I'm kind of excited for the uh, what is it, the Cowboy Bebop show that's coming to Netflix because uh, Yost is a major player on the writing staff, and I think he might be one of the showrunners. And he also had a hand in story editing for uh, The Mandalorian as well. He was a producer on that show, too. So, the guy, these guys got credentials, and the fact that, the, you know, one, a member of this team is working on a Pacific Rim, I'm like, a show? I'm like, ooh, you have me intrigued. Now, where you lost me initially was the idea, the, the announcement that Polygon Pictures was producing this, but... And I think Jessica gave me what was shown actually looked really good. I don't know what what did you think of the look of the characters?
1: You know, I I did like it. It was it wasn't certain types of computer animation gives my eye a headache. Like mm-hmm. the very early days of the Green Lantern series, mm-hmm. amazing two storylines, my eyes were bleeding. Mm-hmm. If you could get over it. It was something that if you saw your eyes recognize the type of design and aesthetic from anything else, whether it's Ruby Castlevania, you just like anime, you're watching One Punch Man, whatever you think, you actually could feel comforted in it. And when I watched it, I did not have a problem with the trailer. You know, I want to know learn more about the story, Mm -hmm. obviously, and it's interesting to see it did come into fruition. You're like, oh, they're not liars. It is coming. Hmm. I, I actually have no problem with it. And I was kind of excited to see people get back into a Jaeger again. But all as you know, I am a Kaiju person.
0: <laughs>
1: so I do love mechs and Jaegers because I just, I love robots. However, this one, I am excited to see what more of the other Jaegers look like and where the story is going to unfold.
0: Well, again, it's... Back to the what we talked about with uh, the Kong, animated series. It's legendary. Has this property. It has a dedicated fan base. And while neither of the two films that we got, you know, set the world on fire, they do have a very dedicated fan base. I know they're big in China. And it, it's such a rich world that was laid out that you would be. It would be insane not to continue to explore it. Even and. If it doesn't ever get a third film, like a live-action film, animation is the perfect spot for this uh, this particular property. Like it, it mean it comes from. I mean, half of it's based in anime, the other half it's based in tokusatsu films. Like if, especially if Guillermo is never gonna give us, or Guillermo won't be ever be able to give us a third film, even if Steven Knight or Deni can't give us a third film. Like if we're never gonna get that third film. I'm happy with this, and I would actually honestly be happy with them wrapping up that storyline. Get everyone involved, do the voices, put out a 90-minute or two-hour film of you know to wrap up the story and give us the invasion into the uh, the, um, the I think the I forgot, what they call the precursors, uh, their world, and show us all that stuff. Show us how this war comes to an end. Right now, what I see, I'm, I'm actually thoroughly surprised. Two things that actually shocked the crap out of me was, one, oh, this looks miles above better than the Godzilla anime trilogy we got. Um, again, the, the characters look great. The monsters, eh, you know, got, they, they are what they are. But this time around, it, like the, the way the humans moved and everything in, the, in that year, it's like, oh, this is this is much more fluid. It doesn't look as stiff, and it doesn't have that that what I call that cell shading look that a lot of CG animated films that try to look traditionally drawn look like. So, color me surprised by that. And then the fact that they're like, all right, and here's the date, March fourth, a month away. What? But that's how Netflix rolls. They're like, "Yeah, you don't, you won't know until we are ready to tell you. And then when we're ready to tell you, you be ready to go because it'll be about two, three weeks away from uh, from our announcement. So, it, beginning of March, Pacific Rim anime, And of March, Godzilla vs. Kong. It's a Magical sandwich in there, and they—they
1: uh, they, they are the Mondo of streaming devices.
0: They are. God bless them for it too. Like, and, and that—it all does feel very. I got a feeling Legendary probably told him, it's like, hey, look, we got this movie coming out. We have this other property. Maybe let's let's get a little copacetic and get some get some corporate synergy going on here. And uh, why don't why don't you guys try to release it within. The time frame of this to capitalize on this other thing we got coming out. So, it, 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 again, just so much. Uh, I did read, I don't know if this is for sure, for certain, it is um, set for two seasons. They didn't announce how long any of these seasons are. The thing I, I was reading in an article was that the first season is only four episodes long, so it's kind of mirroring the castlevania release when I, mean, I believe when that came out was the first technically season was only four episodes but i think it was just a matter of whatever they had ready to go um i hope that's not the case but we shall see come march 4th which is a thursday too not a wednesday and not a friday it's released on a thursday so i can't wait more jaegers more monsters um and it looks it looks entertaining that's all I want out of it. I don't I'm not asking for Shakespeare from these films. <clears throat> and speaking of Netflix, as we have gone down the road with this, they have also got one they also dropped on us one other big nugget. They're like, "Look, we got Pacific Rim coming out. We're doing a Calling Enemy. Oh yeah, you guys forget we also uh we also ordered this Godzilla anime, and uh, here's another sampling of what's to come, because when you watch Godzilla vs. Kong, you'll be like, you know what, I could definitely go for some more Godzilla, and we have it ready for you, ready to go. And that is in the second trailer for Godzilla's Singular Point. And let's play that real quick, and when we come back, there, there's, there's a little bit to unpack with this one, and I think Jessica's got some words to say too. 廃呪、
1: All
0: right, so out of everything that was announced these last two weeks, this is the one thing that seems to garner unnecessary controversy. And just plain old-fashioned complaining and bitching. Which I said in the last episode, I am not here for it. I will not stand for it. Uh, in fact, there was a point I was almost ready to kind of ban somebody on uh, our webpage because they were talking some mad shit. And I'm like, no, I'm not here for that. And you aren't either. So <clears throat> uh, straighten out your, uh, your 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 language here. But that... <sighs> so I... Before I go into anything, Jessica, I'm very curious. What are your thoughts on this second trailer?
1: I am very, very interested because, one, as you all know, this is going to be a reoccurring... I don't care for the people. I'm not saying... I understand for a lot of people that they're very important. So I'm not saying I would prefer a film of just monsters, but then, but then you're just going in a fast car, 90 miles an hour from beginning to end, you're going to be exhausted. I understand why you need to have people there. I understand why the dog is running away from the beginning of 2014, Mm -hmm. which I'm still on it. And Chris (laughs) has told me the dog has survived, but I understand all of that. It's fine. You know, just like people who enjoy the bureaucracy of the Shin films. I saw a lot of people, and I remember thinking, that's a lot of human characters. But we already knew that from Mm -hmm. the promotional stills. I was interested to see what the other characters are going to look like, the non-human ones. And as we talked about, the big gripe for many people is Jet Jaguar. That was the singular point that really stuck out to me, is what he looked like. I kind of blocked out the people I just it's fine they're there they're gonna be there I'm gonna get what I'm gonna get. I'm excited because I've actually I'm gonna get so much crap for this. I actually don't really like jet Jaguar he's not really for me i I understand his appeal for many people uh he's just not one of one of the characters for me one of the However, I really liked the weirdness of the way he looked here. He was a hodgepodge of satellite antenna with a cheese grater with bendy straws. He looked like he was MacGyvered together. He looked definitely much more robotic, reminiscent of those who liked 50s, 60s metal robot toys. There's like an entire book dedicated to just that. With a smile that reminds me of a Titan from Attack on Titan, <laughs> he he looked hodgepodge together into some weird weirdness that's going on. And for some reason, I finally might like him now, and I'm definitely here for it.
0: He's a big chunky boy.
1: <clears throat> yeah, he he is. He's got his has got his little corgi legs.
0: hmm mm. That's the thing that 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 came out so. I think it was Toho released the image this morning.
1: It did. It did. The thing is, because you could tell he's still Jet Jaguar, he was not so creatively, liberally extrapolated like in the Godzilla anime. Mm-hmm. That Mega Godzilla was technically a city and it was a whole. It was a metaphor for everything. Your brain just exploded. However, this was still enough that if a child watched it, they could still pick out what character he would be reminiscent of.
0: To me, he looks like. A wonderful marriage of the like 1950s, early sixties, like old style Chugokin uh, toy robots that were sold in Japan. <clears throat> very, very gigantor-ish. I use gigantor. With a slight marriage to some of the robot designs, especially the, the one from Castle in the Sky that Miyazaki did. And I'm all for it. This this what I've seen thus far of this anime has got me wildly excited. I I've stated several times I like when things attempt to do something different. Uh, there are times when you look at like oh like for you know for case exam uh, case for example the uh, the ninety the Roland Emmerich film. Mm. It's not... That's not trying something different. That's trying to be something else. It's not trying to do like what Marvel does, where they're like, you know what? We have these films. They all can't just be heroes punching each other, so Winter Soldier is going to be a spy drama, where Ant-Man is a heist film, where... Um, you know, like right now what they're doing with Wandavision, we're kind of making fun of old sitcoms, things like that, like within the universe, where the where the Emmerich one was just uh, we're trying to make Jurassic Park, but on a big scale. That's really what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to pull here. I it's, it's why I like Final Wars. It's why I really enjoyed that an, the original anime trilogy. It's why I, I really uh, the Shin is really grown on me because. We're not deviating from the norm, but we're exploring what we can really do with these characters and what we can do in this world. And you can—it's—it's it's a problem with comic books too. And I, Jessica will tell you this like uh, firsthand. Like you can, telling the same like this—it's—it's it's like when Marvel announced they were killing off Peter Parker, and people through a connection fit and then you find out oh no it's not the regular Peter Parker it's the ultimate Peter Parker and then we're getting Miles Morales okay but at the same time you have people like, going like I'm not even going to pick up that because they're changing what I like and I, I fear change I'm like well sometimes you gotta embrace change because then a character becomes stagnant you can't just keep having the same thing over and over again with just a new paint job on it that was what we got in the Millennium films and the only time that anything stood out was when Kananko did his did his uh, movie, and Kitamura did Final Wars. The rest of those films all look like they're the same kind of hodgepodge They're they're they are literally the the 2000s versions of what the 90s films turned into, which was kind of you know they a, a cookie cutter. But there's things I enjoyed him. I'm not saying that you shouldn't like him, and I that I don't like him. Although I don't care for against Mechagodzilla, but they visually and aesthetically everything feels almost redundant at this point. And when I see something like this, I'm like, oh, oh, that I can get behind. That I'm, I'm all for. Like we got a quick glimpse of Rodan, who looks just like a regular pterodactyl. Um, yep. And a brief glimpse, which you don't really notice until the end, when Jet Jaguar is kind of doing the the knuckle thing, where he's like kind of like cracking his knuckles, he's fighting Angulus, like he's getting ready to fight Angulus. And now, when you now that we have a good idea that Jet Jaguar really isn't that big, and you compare it to the other trailers, this series is playing with some wild ideas, and I'm kind of down with the concept of that these monsters aren't skyscraper size, that they're more. In line with like, maybe they're bigger than a buff than, than an elephant. Like they're they're like they're big, but they're not massive. If you get, if you could follow what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I did wonder the size because we did see it in the first Godzilla Singular Point, mm-hmm. right? With one of the characters that I like to dub One Punch Man because mm-hmm. he was bald. Uh, however, Saitama. And it was, it was interesting to see kind of what their size was. And I did see Rodan and I was like, meh. you also know how I feel about that bird. So I'm like, yes. eh, that, that flying, that flying reptile. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I've only ever really liked him once and it was in King of the Monsters, mm-hmm. right? So, I was, but I understand a lot of people love him. So I was like, meh. I was there mostly to see what was up. And like you said, Jet Jaguar kind of, it, that... Took me for a surprise, and I did really, really enjoy it. I really enjoyed his look, his weird, his weirdness.
0: And that is what I'm here for. <clears throat> like the show could, could easily suck, because we don't know. Again, the beauty about this is that they've told us, they've shown us a lot, but they've told us nothing. Well, <laughs> to, let me, let me, let me back up just a hair on that. They told us what the characters' names were. And it looks like the guy that's working with uh there are at least it seems like he built Jet Jaguar, his name's Goro, which keeps in tune with the character because Goro was the creator of the original Jet Jaguar, so but he did look like a an old man out of um out of like your normal anime that purrs on, on young hot chicks. <laughs> it's very 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 much a Roshi vibe. Beyond that though, a, it looks fantastic. When I've, when I, when my main lament about the Netflix trilogy films was that, like, if you're gonna do a Godzilla anime, I want an anime. Uh, Netflix calling things anime when they're doing it through polygon and these weird um, CG houses—that's not really anime, you know. I want. Traditional, I want hand drawn stuff. If you're going to CG things and find dude the max and stuff like that, even then, I'm a little like, "Mm, Come on, you guys, you can do better, do better. This, though, is an anime. This is indistinguishably an anime. This is also, it it feels like, okay, cool. Like, if you're going to go nuts and do a wacky, wild out there anime version of Godzilla. I'm gonna be, I'm like, let me be honest. This is in the. I'm not gonna say this is what I thought it would be, but this is in the ballpark of what I was imagining. Um, wild redesigns, uh, playing with these concepts that you really couldn't, stuff you couldn't do in live action, and at the same time, uh, trying new things uh, and bringing back characters like. it Looks like they're bringing back Gabra, like. Gabra, freaking Gabra, for the first time, and like, and a proper like, and he properly exists. He's not just a, a, a kid dreaming up a bully in a monster form. Like, there, there's there some wacky, wild things going on in here, and I am all for it. I've seen a lot of people go again, going off, much like the it's, it's the. It's the Spider-Rock. It's this, it's this, uh, what's the future thing they're doing in D.C. right now, Jessica?
1: Oh, D.C. Future State.
0: Future State. I've seen people complain about that. It's the, I fear change. I fear change. There are times when, yeah, change kind of sucks because it just feels forced. And there are times when change works. Best case example, the best case was the transition from Barry Allen to Wally West. And Wally West was the Flash for God, it was like almost 25 years, wasn't it, Jessica?
1: Yeah, it was for it was for, and then then they brought him back.
0: Yeah, and yeah, again, we can argue the merits of that on, on another show. But when you know Barry went away and Wally took, people were like, yes, that works because you earned it, and not like here, all of a sudden we're making uh, uh, Jane Thor. You were like. You didn't really build this up to anything. All of a sudden, magically, bam, like, build it up. At least play with the things that are already there and set up. Um, And at the same time, be open. I was that guy guy when they announced, uh, when when Spider-Ock was announced, like, they they didn't reveal it was Spider-Ock. They're like, there's a new Spider-Man. I'm like, ah, all right, we're doing this game again. Fine. Uh, I'll pick up the issue, see what it is. And it's like, oh, it's it's Doc Ock, any Spider-Man. I'm like, all right, all right alright, Dan Slot, you got me for three issues, I'll see. And then all of a sudden, I, I'm buying the whole run because i it turns out I ended up loving that entire run. And you have to be open to sometimes when they're like, you know what, here's, here's a wild idea, just give me a chance, and I will take you for a ride. And that's not me quoting Marvel's Capcom 2 either. So, <laughs> that's why I'm all on board on this because I love everything that I'm seeing out of this. And the thing I cannot stand is the people like I don't like the look of it. I don't want. No, no, this isn't what I want. You give me the thing I like all the time and just that thing. I'm like, you can't have pizza every day, man. Sometimes it, you can make it a calzone, but deep down you know you're lying to yourself and you're just having a wrapped over pizza. Try, a, you know, try, try a hamburger try some sushi try something else that's the that's the spice of life is 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 variety so look we're getting a movie and then literally i believe this is due out sometime in april they didn't give an exact date yet and then you have this i think it's like 12 or 13 episodes and it, if you don't like it, there's still more Godzilla out there. This isn't going to be the definitive New Godzilla, but it's going to be something new. It's going to be something great. And not only that, but it's really going to keep this gravy train going. Like, if Kong vs. Godzilla does its or Godzilla vs. Kong does its job, and we are like, "I crave more," then this is going to be especially an even bigger gateway. This is aiming for a whole group of fans that normally thumb their nose at this kind of stuff. This has uh, definitely got the weed crowd. Like. Yeah, you guys are going to want to tune into this because uh, we have all your kind of characters that you love, including, for some reason, is now a staple in anime, the gray haired boy. I don't know why that's a thing now, but it's a thing and that's in there. <laughs> I blame Avangelion. I blame it. I blame Anno for all that, Jessica. Oh
1: my goodness. Oh.
0: You know yeah, exactly they were what I about
1: yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's mm-hmm. also some characters where you think to yourself, you know it's a different character, but that particular look mm-hmm. of that little humanoid pops up in every anime.
0: Yeah. The beady eyes. I call them the frog people. <laughs>
1: I, I, I feel like it's not an anime if someone doesn't have pink hair.
0: Yeah. It just... yeah. yeah there's that, too. So... Uh... I I again I can't wait I and I tell I'm telling I'm saying this now again give it a shot yes it looks it's wildly different from anything you've known before but at the same time it's all you've seen one in like point4 one minute and four seconds of what is potentially like a five hour like mini series if it's broken down to like 25 minute bits and it's all being released at once. You can all you can, you're going to be able to shove it all in your mouth. Like, you know, like the glutton you are with Netflix, but give it a shot. Like we don't even know what Godzilla looks like yet. We've only seen a silhouette and like a brief look of his face. I'm already digging the look of Angelus. I'm already digging the, the parent Titanosaurus. Uh, the, the, the fact that Ibraa and Gabra are in this thing, like, yes, what, why would you say no to any of this because it's new it's different looking give it a shot you, you can you can complain after you've watched it That's what I say you can complain and by the way if you're gonna complain your complaints better have merit to them otherwise I'm just gonna think you are just being a POS because you think your opinion is better than everyone else's and that is not a reason to complain it's not
1: I, I do feel like... You could say, you know, and it's fine if someone says Jaguar doesn't look like it, I don't like it, uh, it's not for me, but for them to say this entire series is going to be bad, oh, unless you're a time traveler in which mm-hmm. tell me how you do it, mm-hmm. uh, you don't know. Just like I didn't enjoy the entire look of, again, the Green Lantern animated series because my eyes were bleeding. it is an, um, It has two amazing story arcs. They are very, very good and very well done. So, you know, and I gave it a shot. And I liked it.
0: It's Beast Wars. Beast Wars does not visually look great today. It looks like garbage. <laughs> but it's some of the best storytelling out there.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: So... Oh, <clears throat> Again, we, it, all the all stuff we just spent the last hour and ten minutes talking about, it's all, like, it, you got to remember, ten years ago, 2010, or 2011, just, this was all a twinkle in the eye. The best we were getting was a super and going, like, hey, we're going to make an Ultraman movie that we're going to put all the Ultraman together. And we're going to make it like the Avengers of Ultraman. I'm like, oh, cool, I'm all in because... I have nothing to feed my addiction now. Like I was shriveling up like Pumpkinhead at the end when the witch is burying his body back in there, and he's just like, oh, he's all he's all dried out. Like that's how I was. I'm like just I need I need sustenance. I need something. Give me something. Monsters fighting each other. Anything. I'll take I'll take anything. And now there's so much. Like I you know I feel like uh, mojo, just this bat big fat blob of a person, just you know that needs. Or like the or 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 like where I think our future is going, the Wally people in their little chairs and their chubby baby legs, like because we're just <laughs> sitting around just uh, gorging on all of it, and you know what? That's not a that bad thing. I welcome that. Um, but yes, I mean, again, in in under a week, we were given. Sampling. We were the, the 31 flavors were are now open, Jessica, and we were given a, a sampling. And it's like, there's so much. I don't know what to choose from. Like, I just don't know. They're like, give it time. You can have it all. And not only that, but there's more coming. And you know what? On top of that, all these things we're making, we're gonna give you merchandise. There's been so much merchandise announcements for all this stuff. We talked about the Ultraman stuff. On top of that, uh, Bandai announced, like, hey, we got a cool Kong figure coming out in our vinyl series. Awesome. Guess what? Chris is going to have to buy that. Oh, you like that? Band, uh, uh what is it? Um, Playmates like, hey, we got these cool little, like, trading figures. And guess what? There might be announcing more monsters in Godzilla vs. Kong that you didn't know about i.e. Ma- uh, the behemoth, which um, I'm hoping. You know what? That's my greatest hope for this Kong series. Make the behemoth his, um. his, uh. his, uh. his green arrow to Kong's green lantern. Yeah, that, that <laughs> deep cuts right there. Deep cuts right there, yeah. I want that. <laughs> Give me that. Give me that rivalry. Give me that friendship. That's what I want. I want to see those two go at it. Uh and god there was so much there's just so much and not only that there's going to be more coming like you know to they're gonna crank look Bandai made a vinyl figure for the Shin godzilla zip line the big zip line that 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 um is is in Japan right now that you can zip through Godzilla's mouth they made a vinyl figure for how I don't know. Or why? I don't know. But guess what? This schmuck was dumb enough to buy one. And guess what? I, because I'm a completionist, it's going right on my shelf and it shows up in my mail in two weeks. I cannot wait for Bandai to announce all of these figurings for um, Singular Point. Because you know they're just gonna crank out everything imaginable. Oh! SH Figure Arts announced they're doing Godzilla and Kong figures. Everyone's got something. And not only that, Excuse me. We might get something out the specific Grim anime. We still have uh, the sequel to Gridman coming. There's, there's, i I know there's more. I'm forgetting it because there's just too much. Be thankful. Be grateful. We made it through 2020 for this, Jessica. This is why we're here. This is why we survived.
1: I love how that's that is that is why people are surviving. It's this and also One Division. Mm-hmm. Which everyone is looking ah. forward to. I believe, like you said, we can gorge and binge on all of the episodes when released at once on Netflix, which mm-hmm. is why WandaVision's great and it feels slow to some people, but we've forgotten what it's like watching week to week. Mm-hmm. I am glad that now I have both in between waiting for that and, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, can oh, God, I can't binge all of the Binge all the Netflix.
0: I can't. Well, I, but side side note, A, um, there was a great piece that someone wrote, I think it was on IGN as well, Of because there was a, a complaints about WandaVision. They're like, ah, it's too slow. And someone wrote, hey, guess what? We forgot how to watch TV. Because this normal week-to-week stuff, like, Mandalorian should have taught you again, like, there's, there is something in delayed gratification, like, if you just put it out as a binge, we would have all of you would have watched it in one day, and you would have completely forgot about it. So, you know, going week to week, yes, it's 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 episodic storytelling, telling a bigger story. But that's the point. That's kind of what Mandalorian was doing, and that's what Wandavision is trying to do. So, it's called patience, people, and go along for the ride. And I'll tell you, they're right on the spot because this last week's episode, I was like enthralled. Even though there was hardly any Vision or Scarlet Witch in it, I'm like, ooh, I like where this is going. Like, I was kind of like not feeling this show when the announcement. I'm like, Falcon and Winter Soldier, that's for Chris. That's that's what I'm waiting for because I love Winter Soldier is my absolute favorite Marvel film. Love that movie to death. So I'm like, cool. These two, globe hop, globe trotting. I get to see Winter Soldier with his sweet new crew cut, like murdering people. I'm all in. Uh, WandaVision has completely enthralled me. I'm like, all right, again, it's one of those things. I'm like, I kind of gave it a little bit of a judgment, and you know what? I let it give it. A sh- I let it give me a shot, and I am glad I did because I don't know what the hell's going on, but I am. God damn it, if I'm not in for this ride.
1: <laughs> I loved how in you are with it. Uh, for me, it was Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. I was I'm in when I saw Hawkeye, saw the trailer for one division, loved it. Loki was the one I was not interested in, and then Loki's trailer I became very intrigued. Then, and then Winter Soldier Falcon I was like, Oh, I'm gonna have to see I mean I'm in, I'm fine, right? Mm-hmm. What are what are two, you know, Captain America lights doing? Uh I liked it. I think it's going to be more. I'm going to be there for their uh, chemistry and witty, witty ban- banter. Excuse mm-hmm. me, witty banter. Yeah. However, we saw a little bit of that in Civil War. Mm-hmm. So I I do look forward to that. But in our current state, yeah, one division is is great.
0: And uh, I'll say this for uh, Winter Soldier, or no, the Captain uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, part of me hopes that uh, Marvel kind of changes their plans and. Gives the shield to Bucky because, like, I love uh, I love Falcon, but you're gonna tell me that a dude who wears just he's not Iron Man, he wears a flight pack, he's gonna be Captain America over the literal super soldier that's standing next to him. No! Nope. it's gotta be Bucky.
1: Ooh, I, I'm glad you didn't say bird suit.
0: No, not a, because like, there's be distinguished with it, because you know, Anthony Mackie's Falcon is fantastic, at the same time when they're like, here, I'm giving you the shield, I'm like Cap, you're senile you're giving it to a dude who one punch from any supervillain and he's dead, it's the same reason of like hey uh, uh, um, Black Widow you're just a really skilled fighter and look, I, there's been more times than not you've kind of gone by by the skin of your teeth on fighting these these superhumans. So, you know, you're dead now, spoilers. But uh, before then, like, yeah, you're I think you're a little bit out of your league. So, and that's my problem with with Falcon is that like, you literally had a dude who was like the perfect soldier. He was the in many terms in the Marvel universe the perfect human being, and. The dude who can hang and bang with him physically is like, yeah, no, no, no. We're, we're not going to give that to you. We're going to give it to this guy who wears a hang glider, essentially. And, uh, yeah, good luck with that. And I digress. <sighs> So. It will
1: be a great year. We've got all these kaiju related shows and items and toys, and we've got for those who like that in MCU things, we got all of those as well. And then we have Snyder.
0: Got Snyder, and then at the end of the year, got Boba Fett the show, Jessica.
1: Mm. Oh yes, mm. yes.
0: Mm. God, I can't wait. Um, all right, so we're gonna close up the show with a bit of announcement that I'm gonna hand off to Jessica for her to uh to enthrall all of you with yes so
1: by the time you guys are listening to this we will already have up on our facebook site similar to the first time when we did our huge holiday giveaway how to win the arrow collection gamma set not the newer one that is coming out but the original one that was sold out everywhere that has the graphic novel and the guidebook that comes with it. It is one that is still brand new in plastic, just for everyone. No, me and Chris are not rich. We're not out there buying Gamera collections everywhere. This was unclaimed in the first giveaway. So this is a second chance for everyone who didn't get to win the first time or those who will be entering as newly fans and followers and supporters. Thank you. You can now win your chance to be able to have the entire camera set. So you don't have to pay, you know, let's start off 2021 strong. We hope it also ends strong wonderfully. And so this was kind of a way that, you know, Chris and I wanted to go ahead and move forward with it. So we're not selling it. You don't pay, have to pay any absorbent price. All you have to do is enter. We will again pay for shipping and tracking and we will let you know when you win. Yes, yes. So this is our second chance for those who entered and didn't win the first time to go ahead. They didn't win anything the first time
0: yeah.
1: as the second chance to hopefully start off 2020 year 2021 a little bit better and give you a sold out set that I hope you won't be scouring online to pay a grand for. I don't I don't even know where it's going at right yeah. now. So I just it's high. If you don't have that money, I understand the economy's hard right now. Chris and I will send it to you.
0: Yes. So, the method, it's the same method as last time, correct?
1: Yes, it is. Exact same method.
0: So, we're going to keep it simple. Uh, Like for one entry and comment for a second entry, correct? Yes. All right. And then, yeah, you... If you're hearing the show, to go do that, we're not. Uh, we're we're going to forego the third entry this time. We're just going to keep it simple into the Facebook group. Uh, so if you are listening to this and you're not part of a Facebook group, it, where Jessica, where is it at?
1: It is on our on our Facebook group. It is the Kaiju Kingdom Podcast.
0: Excellent, and uh, we'll be announcing. We'll we'll be sending links via also our Twitter and and Instagram as well. So. Uh, uh, We'll have it up for like a week? Are we just going to do a week this time?
1: Yes, we're going to have it up for seven days.
0: Okay, cool. So at the end of that seven days, we will notify the winner. And uh, um, so to avoid anything of uh, the problem of we had last time, uh, you are going to need to give us your information within 48 hours. Because if you do not... If, if the problem we had last time, someone said, Hey, got it, and then never returned any of our follow-up messages. So, if you're claiming it, if we tell you that we've won and you're like, cool, please give us your information right off the bat so we can get it out to you.
1: Yes. Yes. That would be great.
0: So, uh, yes. And um, good luck, everyone. And may the odds be in your favor. Uh, And with that, we're going to wrap it up. Because we've already gone ooh, a long time, a lot longer than I thought we were going to. But you know what? There's just so much out there that we had to get to it. Uh, Jessica, where can the good people find us?
1: Again, we are on Facebook as the Kaiju Kingdom Podcast. We're also on Twitter as the Kaiju Kingdom and also on Instagram as the Kaiju Kingdom Podcast. We also, if you would rather stay private, always email us as the Kaiju Kingdom Podcast at gmail.com. But also, we are found everywhere where you could listen to a podcast. Uh, We're on Stitcher, Apple, Panzer Crush. Oh, my goodness.
0: We're actually on our our own website now. Yes,
1: yes. And the Kaiju Kingdom podcast.com.
0: Correct. And yeah, if you're listening to us through some uh, through a through a um, feed service, pretty much we're on all of them at this point. Uh, I don't think there's any, there's one we're not on. I've gone on my way to make sure that everything that was available to us, we are on there. So uh, it, it'd be very hard not to find us. So um, yes. And then coming this in the next week, we should have the first episode of our YouTube series up and Jessica and I are also discussing a possible a possible new addition that would uh, uh, well I'll just put it this way that uh, if you like hearing us we you'll, you'll be able to hear a lot more but you know I'm I'm actually kind of stepping on that a little bit we'll come back to that in a minute just a little tease but uh, tune in find us on uh, look us up online on YouTube I believe it's youtube.com slash the kaiji kingdom uh, podcast and uh, if you'll you'll see like a lot of our older videos but uh, we're uh, I'm in the process of revamping that right now and we have a brand new review show coming out and uh, that will be announced Hopefully by this time next, uh, if you're hearing this mid you know like the, the 10th or 11th of February. So uh, once we wrap up with the, uh, the contest, then we'll be launching this new thing. So and then uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a brand new episode. So with that, that will do it for this edition of the Catchy Kingdom podcast for myself and Jessica. Thanks for listening guys. And we'll see you next time.